Hey, welcome to Blindside Movie Reviews on Gardner Web University Radio, WGWG.org. I'm hanging out with the original blind movie critic, Jay Forey. Uh, Jay and I have been doing this uh, together in some form or fashion since 1999, talking movies and giving you his unique perspective, the original blind movie critic, Jay Forey. Hey, buddy. Hey, no, how you doing today? Hey, man, I'm awesome. I am ready for the uh, fall temperatures. Uh, we've been uh, dealing with the heat pretty uh, pretty rough here in North Carolina, and so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm ready for uh, some cooler temps, that is for sure. Uh, box office has been kind of lackluster this summer. Uh, there have been some, you know, we talked about hits and misses, but there have been some disappointments as well. Uh, this weekend is going to be interesting as we look at uh, the movie we're talking about today, Ben-Hur, um, that's uh, it's going to be uh, released. $100 million movie. Uh, it's a story that's been on the screen several times, and I mean several times. Most people are, are, are calling this a remake, but it's not a remake. It's a reimagining of a book. Uh, the book itself was written back in eight, released in 1880, um, and so there have been several uh, variations of the, on film uh, going back to 1907. Uh, also, in 1925, there was a version. Now, the one that everybody knows about uh, was 1959, the uh, the film that won 11 Oscars with Charlton Heston, and uh, that's the one that most people compare this to. But uh, but the thing is, it's not a remake of that movie. It's it's a reimagining uh, of a book. So it's a different adaptation of the book. So kind of share that and get that out there for people. Uh, it's hard not to compare it when you've got a film that had 11 Oscars. So it, uh, that that's going to be the comparison that most people will be making, uh, at least from what I from what I saw last night for those who walked out of the uh, the screening that I went to. So uh, Jay, let's get uh, let's talk about this uh, this uh, movie uh, Ben Hur, uh, the 2016 version. And uh, before we, I'm going to let you kind of give a little uh, a narrative, uh, of, you know, about what it's about, uh, because you actually can see it. But uh, two things I want to mention about. One, you know, I didn't know till, uh, till you told me that uh, uh, the guy's name is not Ben-Hur. It's Judah Ben-Hur. Right, so, uh, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, for years I thought his name was Ben, you know. Ben <laughs> but right, anyway, right. in 1959, I was one year old. I guess I didn't remember very clear. So, yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, second, yeah, um, yeah I, I just didn't know the, the first two films were actually silent films, yep. and the one in 1925. So when I saw that, you know, uh, two weeks ago, I didn't get much out of that silent film. Uh, <laughs> that, that yeah, exactly. But uh, anyway, now moving on to this film. Yeah, this. Uh, I'll briefly touch on it, I guess, since I'm, I'm the one doing the talking right yeah, now. Yeah, go for it. Uh, Jack Hudson uh, plays uh, Judah Ben-Hur. He's, uh, he has a... a and I'll let you fill in where you want. Um, he is a ha, has a run-in with his brother, uh, who uh, because of his I guess his adopted brother, uh, they are uh, uh, I, I guess. He, well, you know, let, let me let you fill in there. <laughs> well, okay, what, what happens? He, well, he, 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 well, the, he gets uh, he's in trouble because of treason. We'll leave yeah, it at that. Well, what exactly does he do wrong there? Yeah, Jay. It's 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 really a story about a blended family and family dysfunction. Uh, this takes place during the time of the last few years of Christ in Jerusalem. Uh, so it is a period piece uh, with all the grandeur that you would expect uh, in these kind of films, from set designs to uh, the, the beauty of uh, the costuming. All of that is, is wrapped up in this film. But the story does center around this, this Jewish family of two brothers, uh, one that uh, is adopted by the Jewish family who is Roman 
And so uh, this Roman kid grows up in this family, and he's part of this blended family. Even though the traditions are different, even though the religions are different, he's part of the family. He's as much a part of the family as, as anyone else in it. Uh, so Judah, who is uh, the, the, uh, the Jewish kid, and then uh, his brother, you know, you see them kind of growing up and doing things together. You get the sense that they have, they have been there. They, they have been there for each other. But something happens. There's this point where um, the, the Roman son decides, I need to fight for Rome. I need to, to go and be a part of this heritage. And so he leaves. And when he leaves and he comes back, he comes back different. Um, and uh, so that relationship, uh, you start seeing some strains in that relationship with the family and with Judah Ben-Hur. Um, over the course of this visit, this return, um, a, uh, an assassination attempt happens on uh, Pontius Pilate. And because of that, the Jewish family of Judah Ben-Hur is basically put uh, under, um, under strict scrutiny and punished. Uh, Judah is basically sent off uh, to serve as a slave on the, uh, the galley battleships, uh, in the galley and the battleships. Um, there is a huge battle, and he washes up on shore. And once that happens, it takes the whole narrative in a whole different way. Uh, you've got Judah Ben-Hur, who has spent five years uh, as a slave, and now he's coming to terms with things that he's never really thought about before, like revenge uh, and anger. Uh, and so this next time that these brothers are reunited is a much, much different thing. Uh, and of course, it will, uh, will culminate in, in, in certain ways with this huge uh, chariot race that anyone who's seen any of the other Ben-Hur's or read the books realizes that is uh, the, kind of the pinnacle of what this film is kind of built on as far as visuals. There is uh, a, a strong element of Christ in this one that shows uh, much more that you did not see uh, as much in the 1959 Ben-Hur, and that was an interesting storyline. Um, I went to see this film uh, with a biblical scholar, and so I will say that from a, um, from a Jewish tradition standpoint and a biblical um, scriptural standpoint, uh, this movie is, is really, uh, it's missing the mark there from a historical uh, and biblical accuracies, but that's okay. Uh, it is a movie, and if it brings people into exploring Scripture and thinking about Scripture, then I think it's worthwhile. So it brings people to talk about Christ and to explore Christ. It's well worthwhile from that standpoint. Um, it was a two-and-a-half-hour movie, but really, uh, it could have been longer. Um, and and I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about that uh, as well. But, you know, I think the, the movie had some great, very rich set designs, great cinematography. Uh, I thought the acting was done well, elaborate costumes, uh, you know, a story of family revenge, betrayal, and kind of coming to terms with one's past while you're also trying to see what your future should be. Um, what are some of your thoughts on the themes and those things that, that you uh, that you saw? Yeah, and, um, and I'll, I'll kind of throw my... <clears throat> one thing, it does have Morgan Freeman in, and that's the yes. one part. Yes, yes. kind of left when he escapes from the Roman galleon ship in a tremendously good action scene when yes. the ship is sunk. Uh, he washes up on shore, and he's found by Morgan Freeman, who's a, uh, who handles chariot races, and that's where, he, that, where the chariot racing stuff comes to being. Both those, several of those scenes, uh, in, in which I couldn't even see, but the sound effects and music was absolutely great in that action scene with, uh, uh, 
You know, I couldn't even see it. Well, right, with the right. boats and stuff, but also yep. some of the chariot races. But okay, here's my problem with the whole thing. It, it, it is. It's kind of hard to explain here, but the film needed the script massage a lot because yep. you're correct. It needed more development. Yep. Yep. But it also felt too long at times. I, I'm not quite sure why. It just go okay. Let's get some of these scenes over with and move on to something else. It, the script, I felt, just was not uh, edited correctly. I'm not sure the director, the script, by far not a bad screen. And uh, people said, uh, once again, like costumes, yep. special effects yep. were great. I yep. just I just really, uh, you know, and, and here's one of the biggest problems you mentioned. 11, you know, 11 Academy Awards out of 12. Right. You cannot remake a movie and expect people to not compare it with yep. Charles yep. Heston there. Yeah, it's hard to do. I, I, you know, I think, honestly, I, I'm with you. I think there were some problems with the story. But honestly, I think this is one that could have actually been longer. And, and the reason I say that is the, re- the resolution of the story happened way too fast because uh, they were building up, building up, building up, and then all of a sudden there's this one scene, and it's like all of a sudden the angels sing, and everything's happy, and, and everything's, and every question is answered. And that was just so, it, it felt forced. It did not feel organic. And that's what really bothered me. I mean, I thought so many other elements of the film worked well, but you're right. The story and the way they put, they, they put that final edited piece together, it just didn't work. And so to me, yeah, you could have either made other scenes shorter and found a way to, to kind of stretch out that resolution to make it feel more real, or you just make a longer film. Or, and his, this is when, whenever we left and I was talking to the publicist, giving him my, my feedback, I said, this would have probably been a better miniseries on TV when you could have had the different, the different elements and different segments and stretched it out more and done some more with it. And, and you know, the, the producers of this, uh, Roma Downey and also uh, the, the same guy who did, uh, did the Survivor TV series, and uh, also they're known for doing the, uh, the Son of God and the Bible uh, for TV. So, uh, you know, it, it had its issues, but you're right. when you're, You can't help but compare it um, to another film, especially if you're going to call it the same name. If you had called this The Tale of Two Brothers, and, you know, sure, it would have been the Ben-Hur story, but if you hadn't called it Ben-Hur, you know, maybe there wouldn't be as much comparison. Well, uh, let, let me say two things. One, if you think about it, no, it did not have the emotion right. that the first, the 1959 Charles, that was, I, I felt almost no emotion to this film. Yeah, I, yeah. And that, you need that in the dialogue-driven right, parts of the film. Right. That's one thing. Uh, two, once again, you can't help but to compare it. And if there was never, uh, you know, if this was the original right. Ben-Hur, right. I, I might have said, hey, this is a good yeah. movie. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to give you my, I, I just was not overly impressed. I gave it a C-plus okay. rating. I'm curious where you're going to go with this. And uh, I just was not impressed with it. And Probably a lot because I was comparing it to the original. Yeah, well, I, I and, and I when I gave my um, review and my grade um, for last night, I said C plus, and I may have bumped it up to maybe a B minus, but I'm still right there in the middle. Um, I, I, I just think the story for me, it's got to start with the story, and right. um, and this story just while the story is amazing. Um, they didn't find a way to make that come across on screen. And the conflict between the brothers, 
also felt forced. It didn't really feel real, and 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 that's something that drives the whole picture. So, uh, Ben Hur uh, in theaters now, um, and uh, Jay gave it a C plus. I'm I'll stick with my C plus as well. Uh, Jay's website, BlindSideReviews.com, his rating system is based on a report card. Let's hear that report card. Hey, it's a good blind people like it. B, I'm glad I got to hear it. C, I had one eye open. D, I'm glad I couldn't see it. And F, blindness is a blessing. All right, well, speaking of blindness being a blessing, um, you did check out that uh, that great, wonderful family film last weekend, Sausage Party, right? Yeah, uh, under your, um, yeah, yeah, you know, you told me that it'd be one that I'd probably write. It's animated, you can't go wrong yeah, yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah. So, so I checked it out, and uh, this is so raunchy, Noel. I mean, I don't know who could possibly go to this film. I don't know. It's so bad, I can't even review it. Wow, okay, So just, okay. Don't just stay away with it, from it. Sausage party, yeah, you, you guessed it. Blindness is a blessing. <laughs> All right. Okay, buddy. Well, uh, we appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week right here on Blindside Movie Reviews. Until next time, that's Jay Forey. I'm Noel T. Manning II, and that is a wrap.